Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Welcome to the Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. I'm Yetta Decker and I'm with a guest you've met before. Virginia Dawson. Hello. Hello and welcome. (laughs) Thank you. It is always fun to have Virginia on the show because she torments me. (laughs) And you think, why would you think that is fun? Well, because it's fun to laugh. I know that laughter is good medicine and it fits in perfectly to the show because real estate is really about life, about lifestyle, how we live in our homes, how we do life with inside the walls of our home and even the outside the walls of our home. How do we do life? And so real estate becomes that space from which we do life or lifestyle, as people may say. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Virginia, I met you three, four years ago, I guess. And what I love about Virginia is that she is the ever-ready bunny. Have you, the Energizer Bunny. I don't know if it's Ever Ready or Ever Energizer. It's one of those battery bunnies that keep going. And in fact, the nickname that I have dubbed for her is Tigger because she, the energy just doesn't stop. So life inside the four walls of her house, it's kind of like it bounces off the walls. <laughs> and she's been able to take that energy both within the context of the walls of her house and create an amazing family with the help of her awesome husband, Jeff, and their three darling most days kids. Yes. And they are. They're now teenagers and into young adulthood and thrive through those years or at least thrive now. And so life is great and she's gotten clarity on her passion. Why is she here? What is she here for? And she's all about wellness and encouragement and support and creating that laughter and fun and abundance in other people's lives. And so welcome, Virginia. You are like an amazing person to inspire, encourage, and speak into your life. Speak into my life. Speak into the life of you as you're listening and watching and hearing us connect. Listen for how you will feel uplifted since, since you have the opportunity. Mm. Yeah. And I know, Virginia, it hasn't always been like this. Thank you. And you're, you're absolutely welcome. right. It mm. hasn't always been like yeah. this. So, um, when, uh, growing up, I came from an incredible family, uh, two parents who loved each other, uh, very, very much. Uh, they had five children together. And, um, when I was 11, my mom, my sister and I were heading off to an orthodontist appointment. It and was, then some shopping, I understand. And some shopping, yeah. And yes. that's always fun, it right? It was, because we, we did not have any money. My uh, parents had just recently purchased a um, a theme park in the Renfrew area. Storyland. Storyland. Let's tell people. Everybody <laughs> listening, if you're listening to me right now or to Virginia, you're thinking, what amusement park or what theme park? Well, Storyland. I mean, what a place to grow yes. up. Childhood dream. Y- yes. <laughs> okay. So at least it I would be work. my dream. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, it was. We were there. Um, so this is back in 1976 and 75, uh, 76. My parents had purchased it. It was great. We were thriving as a family. We all, you know, the children were aged. Uh, I think Tom was three at the time, and my older sister was 12. I was 11. And uh, you know we were a family business. We were together in a new place. It was it was awesome. It really was an incredible time. Um, and one January morning, we were heading off to an orthodontist appointment with the promise that we were going to go shopping afterwards. We never got new clothes. We always got hand-me-downs. So my mom was determined that we were going to go shopping after our orthodontist appointment. So we buses were actually canceled that day because the weather wasn't great. So as we're heading towards uh, Pembroke, um, we were mm. hit head-on by a transport trailer. And um, obviously, I, I, I blacked out. Um, I remember waking up. Probably a up. good thing. Probably a very good thing, yes. Mm. Um, and uh, so what I found out later uh, was that um, during that time, of, my mom saw the transport truck coming. She threw her seatbelt off of her, that's when seatbelts came in in 76, threw herself over us to protect us. If you and she, your sister. My, me and my sister. If she had not done that, we would not be here today. Um, also, what I found out later is that um, there was a police officer who came to the scene before the ambulance got there, saw that she was in, uh, she was dying. And he did take her, try to get her to into his car. This is going through a field because we were thrown into a field. So I can't imagine what he went through. She died on the way to the hospital. Okay. And so that changes your life. Well, it changes house and home. Changes, it changes house. Absolutely. Life. Absolutely. Right. Uh, you know, we had no family in the area. So now my dad's running this business on, on his own, trying to raise five children. So, you know, at that time... So I become, as an 11-year-old child, grown up overnight, having to cook, to clean, to really to, to become the mom, the wife, along with my sister. And manage the house. Manage the house. Well, not just the house. In this case, it was manage the business Yes. in a lot of ways. Yes, absolutely. Which was all about lifestyle. Yes. It's just kind of where we started. Yeah. So now I bet you're starting to see the connection. Why go here? Mm. I know it's sad and it's tragic. And the human spirit, because that's what I've seen in you, is mm. resilient. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's not pretty, right? Like underneath, no. like after that, it's not pretty. And the house is not pretty, literally. <laughs> We're in the midst of renovations at the time as well. And so you start to, I started to, to cover up. And so we tend to do that, right? If there's something in the house that's, that's broken mm. and uh, we don't have maybe the resources to fix it, we don't know how to fix it, we can cover it up. Mm. And so whether that is with, um, you know, it's just you keep trudging through, you keep the smile on your face, you end up in your room once in a while and you have a big, you know, meltdown, suck it up and go again. Right. And so it isn't, uh, but there's, it's only because of a community of people, though, that come alongside you, that see that things, they see your renovations aren't so great. There's things, nails popping through, or there's a leak here. And so as people come alongside, and I'm so grateful for that, for to have a community 
um, or people recognize something, and they can come alongside and help. And they to, did. They did. They, they did. did. Help. And that makes all the difference. Not to be alone. Right. And so that's the really neat thing when we're living in a home, whether we rent a home or whether we own a home, or or we're visiting somebody for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how we can help each other with the physical structure, mm-hmm. and then that actually has an impact on our life. Mm-hmm on how you were able to live within that house yes. and that home and that environment and that, yes. in, I mean, storyland, like how good does that get? <laughs> and yet tragedy mm-hmm. and then a resilience to figure out how to navigate mm-hmm. back through that. So I know one of the things we've talked about in the past is that it became easy for you to start to compare. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that the comparison, and I don't know about you, I sometimes compare. Mm-hmm. And when I compare, it actually robs me of the joy I could otherwise have. That your greatest joy didn't come when you focused on the loss, tragic, mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. It came when you focused on what you could do, mm-hmm. what you were able to accomplish, mm-hmm. and not so much comparing to what others had and that others didn't have to endure this because when you did mm-hmm. do that, you were robbed of the joy that you had. Sure. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And so it took everything in you to care for your home. Yeah, absolutely, which is exhausting because mm. you can't do it alone. Right. But how do you... I I wasn't great. I was not great at asking for help. Mm. And so you keep the facade. Right. (laughs) But things begin to break down. Right. So you you made it through childhood. Mm -hmm. You made it through helping dad, working Mm -hmm. at Storyland, having this beautiful picture Mm -hmm. of a Storyland life. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes. Because I know that that's what you've done. Yes. Or you did. And then you get married, you find the love of your life, Mm -hmm. and you move into your own home, Mm -hmm. and then you move into a bigger home, Mm -hmm. you relocate cities, and you've got it all. Yes. Yes. You've got the three great kids, Mm -hmm. life is moving ahead well, you're caring for your home, you've got the energy to do what it takes, and then. (laughs) And then... (laughs) As you may know, with with uh, with life, with yeah. children, uh, it, it's very exhausting. And so, when they were when they're young, you just keep going, you keep going. And um, it, but it, it did come to a point, especially um, with with teenagers in the house, um, where I I couldn't fix things anymore. Mm. I couldn't keep the ducks in a row anymore, both physically and the structure. Correct. Even with the help of a great husband. Absolutely. It was too much. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Because there were things inside me that needed renovating, that needed truth. (laughs) Uh, And and so, yes, I I did come to a point, um, you know, people see me now and they think, oh, you're so healthy. How do you do it? You've got this energy. And uh, there was a time I I did not have that. And it's not long ago. It's only a few years ago where I I... I didn't. Ha- I wanted to get to bed early. I needed to nap in the afternoon. I was hiding. 
This, my skin was starting to, it just, I was looking old. You were getting old. Who's kidding who? No, I'm kidding. You were. You're younger than I am. So and that I look was, great now. I know. You do look fantastic. So that wasn't even nice of me. I, I take that back. Here you are sharing a serious story, and I want to try and... No, never mind. So I apologize to you, and I apologize to you as well, Virginia. You look great. Thank you. Yes. And when you're sick, mm-hmm. and your home and your life needs renovating, mm-hmm. we don't always look great, no. regardless of the age. And, and we try. We try to yeah. slap on the paint or, you know. Uh, and and it, again, it took that community of, of people to come around me uh, to, to um, really pull me out of that. But also, like you, when we had that discussion, it had to start with me. It had to come from me. And I had to see it. And um, as, as people came into my life and brought information into my life and... Uh, it changed everything. Well, because I don't think what you said is in your home, your walls of your house mm. had gotten really, mm-hmm. really tight. Yes. Because you were almost not able to walk. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I hid. It was hard to get that, get up and go. That was, I know, is me. Right, except it I was gone. It. I lost it. Yes. And so then, the, then our house can start to feel like a prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. not what we want in terms of our home and mm-hmm. our real estate. We want it to be a place where we thrive and where we build family memories mm-hmm. and where we engage in great conversation and where we grow up our kids and where they'll remember. Absolutely. And that wasn't happening for you. No. In my world, whether it was, yeah, in my, yeah, you're absolutely, and it affected everything. And I knew there was more, and I wanted more. Right. So what was the first step you took when you couldn't mm-hmm. get up to get out of bed, to go to the kitchen to get the kids breakfast? Mm-hmm. Well, what did you do? I just did it. Okay. I did just do it. Yeah. But it was about other people and being honest, and it was about other people coming into um, my life uh, that I allowed in, right? Okay, and so then it was it was coming to a point where I I need a bigger community. I need um, I need to forget about me so that I can think about other people. Mm. Okay, so you started to do that, mm-hmm. and obviously to go from no health, mm-hmm. right, and no vitality mm-hmm. to who you are today. Mm-hmm. I'm sure as you're listening today, you're wondering, you don't just, it's not just people coming into my life. It's not just people wandering into my home and force feeding me. Mm. It's something had to happen. Bet that's what you're thinking, because that's what I'm thinking. What had to happen for that shift to go from not being able to manage Mm -hmm. or barely manage, Mm -hmm. just hanging on by a thread Mm -hmm. where the walls of your house were closing in on you Mm -hmm. to who we see before us today. Mm -hmm. What was the first step you took? I, I reached out. Okay. So I, um, it, it became a mindset that I had to change my mindset. I needed to, um, to start thinking uh, about the blessings, right? Okay, life happens to all of us, and I needed to move forward. So how do I do that? 
um, how do I live an abundant, vibrant life? So again, I picked up books. I started listening to positive podcasts. I started um, uh, planning things that were uh, going to push me a little bit. And give you energy? And so, so I, I mean, as far as that, from a health point of view, I changed what I did on my day-to-day, what I put into my mouth. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Is that what you were listening for, too? I was thinking something, something dramatic had to take place. So the dramatic thing was, one of them, was the food. It was huge. That was going into your Mm -hmm. mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, um, and I'm not one to take medications. I believe they're there for a reason, um, but it wasn't something that I would run to, if I, I'll call it that. Uh, but I did need to change the nutrients that I put into my body okay. and the amount of water I was drinking and the, what time I got to bed and um, exercise because I wasn't exercising. And growing up, I had loved um, not necessarily going to the gym, but playing on basketball teams and volleyball teams. Uh, so once I put that good nutrition, it really did change everything for me. It, it gave me the energy I needed. It gave me the mental clarity that I needed. I um, did need to release some weight, so I, that happened. I then was able to start thinking about exercise. And uh, I was able to, I, I'm not a gym person. <laughs> So I had to find what works for me. You need to find what works for you. And um, going to the gym wasn't my thing. So I started the six feet between my TV and my couch and DVDs. And that's what I did. And today we actually have a a gym in our home because my husband did see that I was serious about this. This is something. So it's awesome. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, But yes, nutrition was definitely the number one thing that changed because then I could have the mental clarity. I could have the energy to move forward and uh, dig deeper into being able to serve outside of myself. Which was your passion anyway. It's just when life is taken over, Mm -hmm. control of our very existence, it can be more than a little difficult to keep giving because Mm -hmm. we don't want to give out of our cup. No. And I think that's what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've heard this analogy, but there's a picture of, and and I should have brought a cup with me for those that are watching versus those that are listening. But then those that were listening would wonder what on earth I'm doing with all this quiet time. So if you can imagine in your mind's eye right now a teacup, you know, the old-fashioned kind. I know we use mugs mostly today, but a teacup with a saucer underneath it. And if you can imagine that what I used to do, and I think what I'm hearing Virginia say she used to do, is constantly be giving outside of the contents of her cup. If we think of her life and her reservoir and her ability to give and encourage and support and her health being within the context of the cup, and she would give out maybe a teaspoonful, maybe a sauce, you know, maybe a uh, tablespoonful, maybe half her cup, and it would diminish what was in the cup. Mm -hmm. And I know that's been the case for me. So imagine, if you will, instead of that cup being emptied, and then at some point having nothing. Mm -hmm. When you're laying on the floor not being able to function, you've got nothing in that cup. And no way to even care for the home that you're living in, mm-hmm. never mind the people in the home, mm-hmm. right? Like yes. everything falls apart. And so instead, imagine that cup 
continually being filled by your belief, by your faith, by your God, by your experiences, by the choices that you're making. And then you are giving out of your reservoir, out of that saucer, what flows into the saucer. I'm not saying I get it right all the time. And most of the time I do. Mm. I know what I can do and still give to you and give to myself and give to others. Mm -hmm. And at what point I'm going to be so diminished and empty and not care for my environment or the people in my environment. And I know that that's a learning you've had as well. Mm -hmm. So just picture always giving that teaspoon or tablespoon worth out of the saucer and staying full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm And I know for you, Virginia, so I'm going to encourage you to share the story. You then did rebuild your health. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you got to the point where you were living a vibrant life for yourself. Yes. And you are now a wellness coach. Yes. Right? You help others get a handle on what you got a handle on. Yes. Right? Yes. And, And I don't know about you. I know for me that as I watch others that give out of what used to be their biggest challenge and it becomes their um, their passion, mm-hmm. their place of being able to serve from. There is an authenticity, a rawness, a realness, an engagement, a connectivity, a desire to want help from that person because it's not a sales thing. Mm. It's a <laughs> thing that Hey, this is what it took for me. And because I know I did this, I can help you do this. So I am going to ask Virginia, and I told you I wouldn't do this. And you that are listening, as you listen to me right now, or if you're watching me right now, you know that I sometimes shift my thinking. Uh (laughs) So I've just shifted my thinking. (laughs) And If I was listening, if I was you and I was listening to Virginia talk, I would be wondering if I'm in a space where I'm not feeling well, what would it take? And how do I get somebody like Virginia to even have a conversation with me? Mm. So is that something you would be willing to do? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So how would they reach you? Because right now all they know is you're Virginia Dawson and there's quite a few Dawsons in Ottawa. So they're not going to probably find you. Maybe they could find you on my Facebook. So I could Mm -hmm. say go on a wild goose chase, find Yetta, and then find Virginia because she is a friend. Yes. Um, Or how would they connect with you? What's your Facebook? Sure. Yeah. So my Facebook is Virginia Dawson. Okay. And uh, you can connect through Yetta's Facebook or you can find me there. they could call my uh, my home number. Could they? Sure, they could. Okay. Yeah, or I could actually my cell phone. Okay, and yes. are you going to... I will give it. Six, you will? Yes, I okay. will. Yes, yeah, so 613. I'm in the Ottawa area. 558-8474. Can you say it a second time? Just because sure. it's hard to... I didn't catch it, so maybe... Yes. Yeah. So 613 Okay, thank you. Yes. I hope you don't mind me putting you on the spot. No. <laughs> um, so I know that from that place of health, mm-hmm. you then started contributing more. And actually, her house, the renovations got finished. Mm-hmm. 
right?、Mm-hmm. Things got functioning way better、yeah. at home. The kids started thriving better. Happier memories were being built. This、yeah. is all true, right? Absolutely, happier marriage. Oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> That always、yes. helps. And then you started engaging with people outside of your home more. Exactly,、um, because I. I did see that there were people who were feeling the same way I was feeling, and that that breaks my heart because we hide when we're feeling that that we hide. I mean, we some do, to, some do, some do. Yes, you're right.、Um, and so ha- it, it is about having that conversation. So I am intentional about getting together with at least two people a week and just say, let's get together, let's go out for coffee, because that's where that is really where you find out somebody's heart and what's going. On in their life, and that they will open up, and and that's very very precious.、Uh, so so that is something, but it is engaging with people. It is,、um, it, I guess, finding out what do you want to stay where you are, or do you want to move forward?、Uh, so one of the things that I did do was、um, in a past life. <laughs> yes. I'll say, twenty whatever years ago,、um, in in when we were first married, Jeff and I,、uh, I had worked for a large financial post. I'd worked for for them as their event planner, and so I was driving back and forth between Barrie and downtown Toronto, and、uh, it was an exciting time. I then、uh, had to move from that into having my own company where I was doing event planning. I got burnt out. Mm. I was running, running. I was a new mom at the time,、um, and so I, I、uh, just stopped. I just didn't let anybody know. We moved to Ottawa, and I hid that for probably、uh, almost twenty years, about eighteen years, seventeen, eighteen years. And、um, as I was feeling better, as I wanted to engage with people, I wanted to find. I was praying for this to find a group of. Of women, for me at the time it was women. And now it's everybody. <laughs> it's everybody.、Uh-huh. Um, that I I could help. That I could bring those skills of being event plan of an event planner、uh, somewhere. And I happened to find out about Roar Canada from a friend who invited me to come to the first symposium. Yeah. And、uh, as I came there, I was like, it really it just spoke to me. It was it encouraging. It was.、Um, This was a movement of、uh, of of people who wanted more for others, and that was that was my heart, and and so I、uh, decided, okay, I'm. I think a call went out for certain、um, uh, positions, and one was an event planner, and I put up my hand and I said, okay, <laughs> I'm in, and、uh, it has been an exciting.、Um, Three years、yeah. of of growth and continued growth, and、uh, it has it has changed my life. It has totally changed my life. So, if you're thinking you want to change, whether it be within the four walls of your home, or you want to change what those walls are, and you want to move to another spot, or you're thinking you'd like to change how you're showing up in your own life. Or how you're showing up in the life of someone else, or even how you're showing up for your own health,、yeah. taking a stand for yourself. If there's any of those things that you listening to, we've covered a lot of ground.、Mm. 
If you're thinking of any of those things, you can connect with me on Facebook. We'll answer any questions we can. We'd love to get you connected with anybody that will be able to assist you in that area. If it's a home, I think I'll raise my hand, at least for that initial conversation. If it's around health and wellness, Virginia has raised her hand. And let's just move forward together. Absolutely. I mean, your why, we're going to leave everybody with your why because I think it's really powerful. Mm, Thank you. So my why is to encourage people uh, with and provide tools for, to live a vibrant life. And uh, if I can do that, I am living the life that uh, I believe that God has called me to. Perfect. So thanks for joining us on the Inside Track on Real Estate. Have an amazing day. Yeah.